Welcome to Signaling God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. The thing that was amazing to me uh, while listening to the various uh, talk show hosts and whatever, and leisure, they were talking about texting. That texting anymore is a preferred way to communicate. Not to speaking the spoken word, but texting. And that when you text, you don't violate anyone's space. You don't intrude on them by being intrusive, by texting, by speaking to them rather than texting, I should say. Well, in the last days, iniquity shall abound. The love of many will wax cold. But iniquity is lawlessness. It's not being led of the Spirit of God. And that iniquity is sin, is the transgression of the law. But iniquity is having a carnal mind or disobeying the leading of the Holy Ghost. That's iniquity. Iniquity is lawlessness. Of course, lawlessness is without the law or not obeying the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Somebody said, what difference does it make if you talk to someone with a spoken word or whether you text someone? Well, there are many varying reasons why the spoken word is preferable. Number one, you can feel the spirit behind and discern the spirit behind the spoken word. Whether it's spoken forcefully, softly, gently, uh, a characteristic of that spoken word will reveal the spirit behind it. For example, if a person is angry, they will generally shout. If they're hurt, it may be to the point where they're travail and with tears and speaking very softly. But When you text, it's hard to discern what is the spoken word, the spirit behind what is being uh, told or what is being communicated. If we communicate by the letter, we know that the letter kills, but the spirit gives the life. And someone said, well, what difference does it make as long as you bring in the word? Well, the Lord did not say text this gospel one to another. He said, preach the gospel. And that word of faith is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, the word of God, which we preach. Now to preach is to speak the spoken word of God. In the last days you shall have whatsoever a man saith, as he thinketh, so is he. But the abundance of the heart is revealed by the words that that person speaks. That is, uh, that out of the mouth proceedeth, the intent of the heart, the spirit behind it. And that is, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Therefore, when we text, we don't know what spirit that is, and it's certainly not proclaiming the word of God. God has chosen to save that which which are lost by the foolishness of preaching, not texting, not writing books. That's the reason he gave the divine commission. Go ye into all the world, Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Well, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. To preach, you have to communicate. And that is, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And if we deny him, he'll deny us. But if we proclaim and lift him up, to lift him up, we have to proclaim the word of God in a proclamation. 
by publishing of that word. And when we do that, the Lord Jesus is lifted up. And he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me, Jesus said. The anointing is in that word in the office of that believer. For example, if you have first in the church apostles, he has said in the church the first apostles in that anointing of an apostle. Now, it will have its own uh, characteristic, its own delivery. In other words, as the pure water goes through a hose, their hose taste will still be there, but it's still the pure water. The vessel being used will have its own uh, characteristics and way and, and a manner of delivery, but it's still the word. We know that by the apostles. John and the way he spoke was different than the anointing of that apostle Paul. All knew that, same way with apostle Peter. But it was still the word of God. Maybe a different taste, but still the pure, undefiable, uh, incorruptible seed of the word of God. To plant the seed in someone's heart, it has to be spoken. We can't just write a note or text someone and expect that to be going deep in their heart. The word spoken there on the day of Pentecost, they were pricked in their heart. Peter was preaching. The preaching of the word pierces the heart and brings the blood. Texting won't do it. When we go videos, live streaming, that's all fine and good. You have a voice there, but it's not the same as being under that anointing in the personal, in the audience of that individual speaking. There we have the word spoken. But he said that doctrine of laying on the hands, it's hard to do when you're speaking a live stream over an internet. Now, of course, God can and will use all that word spoken will never return back to God void. The word will always accomplish that wherein it is sent. But it's through the anointing that breaks the yoke. And that is the spoken word of God. We find that that word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, not in texting. And I'm afraid we've got away from the spoken word. People don't like to interrelate and communicate now, face to face. And that brings in a low level in spiritual, the growing up into Jesus and all things, because it's a lower level of communication. Texting there does not bring forth and reveal the spirit behind it. And that is where the fallacy lies. In the last days, iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold. We find that also in Second Thessalonians 2. That they call evil good and good evil. And we find that iniquity, that only who that literally is letting or restraining uh, that wicked one, will restrain or will let until he be taken out of the way, and then that wicked one will be revealed. Now, Paul tells us that in Second Thessalonians, the second chapter. And it's before the coming of the Lord, before the rapture of the harpazo of the church. He states that. Second Thessalonians 2, and that second chapter, and he says, Now, don't be soon shaken in mind, 
a word or a letter from us or from an angel as at the day of Christ and are gathered together unto him is that hand. For that day will not come until it come a falling away first. Now falling away is what we do not like and will not hear for the time to come. We don't want to hear the word of God in truth. It's a state of denial because it pierces the heart, just as it was in the book of Acts. They said, neither preach any more in this man's name, Jesus, because when you do that preaching of that word, you do intend to bring his blood upon us. And that blood is what convicts the soul. The man there realizes, the non-believer, that he is convicted of his sin. How? Through the preaching of the word. And God has chosen that. But now we're circumventing that. We text. And most there say that if you call someone, that you're intruding into their personal being. It's intrusive. And they take that to be uh, an affront. They don't like it. They think, well... There's, why do you want to talk to me? Well, to have fellowship. <laughs> one thing, uh, to know one another. Know them to labor among you. And that's the reason you have a gathering together. And forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. As a manner of some is, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Because we're going to need each other to the edifying of the body of Christ. Through the joining together bone to bone and every joint supplies of edifying itself in love, that we all come into the unity of the faith. But that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not texting. How can you hear a text? You, you hear the word of God spoken. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. It has to be the word of God of truth. But you can't text it. It's the spoken word and the anointing of the Holy Ghost that Christ speaks through that individual. All stated, as you seek a truth of Christ speaking through me. Christ in you, the hope of glory, but when you speak, the words you speak are not yours. If you speak, let him speak the oracles of God. What is that? Well, it's the word of God. Then the word is neither even in thy mouth, even the word of faith which we preach. And the faith is progressive. Faith is the now, not tomorrow, not yesterday. It's now faith. That's present proceeding word of God from the throne room. It's present truth. Man lives by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. In other words, faith takes us out of the natural realm into the spiritual realm. We're not in the physical, setting our affections on the things below, beneath, but on the things above, on that water which is above, and the heavenly expanse and the sea, and the knowledges of God in that crystal sea. And that, that deep, that deep revelation of God, the deep calleth unto the deep. It calls unto mankind that, that are in God to go deeper. And Jesus stated, 
I liken to him to a wise man that dig deep. You have to go through all the sand. Don't build your house upon the sand. You have to dig deep. Go through all of that, that uh, various doctrines and seducing spirits and all the ecumenical councils and synods and all uh, this historical debates over who Jesus is and find uh, the Lord in the word of God. Let him teach you, guide you, and lead you into all truth. You dig through all the superficial ideology of man and find the true rock. When you find that rock, you build your house upon that rock, but you have to dig deep. That deep calls unto the deep. And that's what the water spouts uh, there, that whirlwind of truth there. There is what brings us up into the throne room of God in the throne room revelation. Not an earthly revelation. Flesh and blood does not reveal it unto you. But the Lord Jesus Christ himself, the Spirit of God, leads you and guides you into all truth. Not partial truth, all truth. Texting won't get it. And a way of communication with texting won't get it. Not just sitting around and talking about the gospel. It has to be under the anointing. The anointing is where the various offices of God that he has called, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, etc. And as they are fitly framed together, speak the word of God, edifying one another to the itself in love. The body of Christ, iron, wet's iron, thereby both are sharpened. So now I can't say the hand I have no need of you. Say you neither can the hand say the foot I have no need of you. The body is fitly framed together, and God has bestowed the more abundant honor on the less comely parts. There'd be no chism or division in the body. But we all agree and speak the same things. Notice the speaking is the word of God. But if we start texting, then we lose the spoken word. We lose the anointing. The anointing is there through the preaching of the gospel. Now, whenever these words are spoken, Jesus stated, the words uh, that I speak unto you are not mine. He said, if I have not done the works that no other man did, then they would have no cloak for their sin. But somebody said, that's works. Yes, because it's the word that brings the work. Not us, but the oracles of God. Notice that Jesus said, the words that I speak are not mine. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he's the one doing the works. In other words, the word is what Jesus brought there of the Father and what he's heard of the Father declared unto us. And we have this testimony that we believe on him whom he has sent. We've set to our seal that God is true. That he is the Father of glory manifest and revealed in flesh. In the days of his flesh and now has gone back to his former glory being the quickening spirit. The man Christ Jesus is now the quickening spirit of God. The Lord is that spirit and Jesus is the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.13 He is the Lord of glory. The Lord is that spirit. And that is what we have and preach that, that proclamation of the gospel of the kingdom. What is the kingdom? The power of God and the salvation. Jesus said, as he preached the gospel, God confirmed 
all the word that he is God manifest in the flesh because no man can do these words except God be with him. Emmanuel, God with us. He did that, confirmed that, and the works there proved that he is God manifest in the flesh. He said, the works that I've done, which no other man did. Now they have no cloak for their sin. The words that I speak are not mine, but the Father that dwelleth are houses permanently in me. What? He's the one doing the works. He healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loosed the dumb tongues, the lame walk, and kept went free. And blessed is he, whomsoever is not offended in me, not in us, no trinity, in me. Jesus, only doctrine of Christ. But it has to be proclaimed. God has chosen the foolish, foolishness of preaching to save them that are lost. And that seed has to be sown, and it's by the spoken word of God. When we find that the uh, uh, miracles that Jesus did and he spoke, and they're raised from the dead. Lazarus come forth. He spoke the word, and all that were there heard the word of God, and the power of that word even rose the dead. The dead were raised. Jesus went about doing good healing, all manner of sickness and disease. Why? Because he is... The anointing, he is the Spirit of God. He is the Father of glory. And he is the anointed. He is the man that spoke the words of God, the words of the Father, which he said are not mine, but the Father dwelling in him. He was the one doing the works. The same bears true. Jesus said, if they kept my word, they will keep your word, not your text, not your written letter, your word. You have to proclaim the word. And that's the reason he has said, preach this gospel to every creature. Mark 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name and it goes on. Mark 16, take a look at what he says here. How shall they go except to be sent? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's how God has chosen this thing to go forth in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Take a look at Second uh, Timothy. Paul talking to Timothy. And he states there, Continue thou in the things of the things of faith which thou hast learned. Faith is the substance of things. Every time you see things in the word of God, it is not earthly things. It's the spiritual things, things not seen, which are eternal. And he said, But continue... Timothy, in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, the assurance of faith, and knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are well able to save us. Search the scriptures for them who think you have eternal life, and these are they that testify of me, Jesus said, which are able to make thee wise unto what? Unto salvation. Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus, and that faith has to be preached. It's the word of faith which we preach, Paul said. Notice what he says. All scriptures given by inspiration of God is profitable for what? Doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. There's no texting there. You have to preach that word that the man of God may be 
may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. And then he says, I charge you before God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall, who shall judge the quick and the dead as is appearing in his kingdom. What? What are we all called to do? Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Preach the word is not texting the word. That affords uh, there that we back off of the anointing and we come so uh, milk toast, so guarded of our feelings uh, that we will not accept the spoken word of God in truth, the anointing of God, which breaks the yoke. So what would that lead to? Well, it will lead to a person that are laden with their sins, weighed down by many gods and many lords uh, there of the spirits of this world. Evil spirits, familiar spirit. Spiritualism, yes, but not in truth. Because we do not lift up, spare not, show my people their sins, preaching the word of God in the anointing that breaks the yoke. The anointing is that office and function of there in the word of God delivered through whatever office the Lord has called in function of the ministration that he's called you for. Every person in the word of God that has the word of God, that preaches this word, lives the word as a living epistle, as a witness, as a chosen generational royal priesthood, has an anointing. And that anointing differs. It's all Christ, but different ministration. And we have to be always willing and able to give an account of the faith that is in us. And that is to be instant in season, out of season, reproof, rebuke with all long suffering. What? To preach the word. By doing that, that keeps that iron sharpened. Iron, what's iron? And thereby both are sharpened. We preach the word of God and that anointing breaks the yoke as we give praises unto God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And by doing so, it knocks off the worldly cares and the deceitfulness of riches and all the worldly things of this world. We're not conformed to the world. We're transformed by the renewing of our mind. But that mind has to be renewed through the scriptures and through the preaching of the word of God that that anointing breaks the yoke. And that's where we're not careful, and we become so, uh, I guess you can say, uh, I, just literally where we cannot stand the truth. We're so simple-minded that we can't hear the truth, that we insulate ourselves so much there that we can't hear the penetrating word of God for sanctification, sanctifying ourselves holy, both spirit, soul, and body. How? Through the word of God. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is true. So that's the reason why we don't just say, well, we're saved and never go to church again and never hear the word of God preached and the word of faith, growing up in him and all things and all things of faith, because it's going to take, not going just a little uh, children, newborn babes and little children and stopping there. We have to go to young men and fathers uh, fully grown up in the Lord Jesus Christ in order to stand in the last days. As he stated that, they're turning the hearts of the fathers to the children, children of the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. We have to grow up in him in all things, in all truth. 
unto perfection to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ. That comes through the preaching of the word and the edifying of the body of Christ through the every joint supplies. And we speak to one another in love and in truth. And now let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but that which is good to the saving of the soul. Always that which is uh, uh, lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ and not that is and quenching the spirit of God, always having our speech seasoned with salt. And therefore, and thereby, the Lord is glorified. But when we start this texting, we're pulling away from the spoken word. We're pulling away from what God has foreordained in the preaching of the gospel and all the world for witness in all nations. Then we open the door to spiritual activity that is not of God because we don't want to hear about God. We don't like to retain God in our knowledge. And then we expect God to, what, to keep us? No, he said, because we did not like to retain God in his knowledge, he turned us over to a reprobate mind to doing that which is unseemly. And he that being often reproved, stiffens his neck and hardens his heart should be cut off of that without remedy. God is love, but we cannot spit on this grace and turn away from it. We must obey under righteousness, under holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. So let us not be deceived. We are to preach this gospel. Every born again believer is to be a living witness and testimony of Jesus. A royal uh, priesthood, a chosen generation that we should show forth the praises of God offering the calves of our lips unto the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the true gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is, if we deny him, he'll deny us. We have to proclaim him and give a witness of him before all men. Our light has to shine to all men. Therefore, let thy light shine. The life, the light is the life of God manifest in you. That's godliness, the God light. Now, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. That's true. The godlike. For God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed on the world, received up to the glory. How? Because the gospel was preached. Jesus preached the gospel. He went about teaching and preaching the kingdom of God. What did the apostles do? Went about preaching and teaching the kingdom of God. What did the church do? In Acts 2 and Acts 4, went about preaching and teaching the kingdom of God and those that, that have turned the world upside down have come to our city also. So let's not defer and pull back and become introverted. They're not speaking the truth in the word of God and being a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're all called to be a witness and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you for what reason and you shall be witnesses of me in both Jerusalem Judea Samaria and to the most parts of the world that's what we're called to do so every one of us there are to speak this word as in due season and it will glorify the Lord Jesus Christ and we back it up with obedience unto righteousness we don't say a word and do something different. Paul talked about that. 
Do you preach that you should not steal? Thou shalt not steal. Do you steal? Do you bear false witness when you tell others not to? You have to be first protector of the fruits. But then that gives uh, a living testimony of the power of God into salvation because you have been uh, not conformed to this world. You've been trans transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you is, and you're living that God life. That's where it's all uh, the peace of God that passes all understanding is given to us is through obedience. So this texting and some, if they don't want to be spoken to and it's intrusive and they don't want anybody to call them, uh, pray for them because uh, they're insulated and literally are made a prey for every ravenous beast on every high hill. We have to love the word of God and love the preaching of the word. And as long as we do that and grow up in him in all things and all truth and always striving to enter at the straight gate and always pressing toward the mark of the price, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, we will obtain it. Being confident of this very thing that he has begun a good work in you will perform it to the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're confident of that. So why do we worry about these worldly tactics that you can't do this and what's politically correct or you can't do this and can't we can do what God says we can do and we let them spare not and show their people their sin. And therefore, we all need each other. The body of Christ will be perfected. And it's going through the fivefold ministry that God gave us gifts. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Can we all come into the unity of the faith, the unity of that faith? And the faith is uh, through the spoken word of God, which is not even in thy mouth, the word which we what? Said on, text it? No, we preach the word of faith, which we preach. It has to be spoken. The spoken word of God has power. It has not only the power to save, but a power to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ in creating and piercing the hearts of unbelievers where they can come into the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be saved, be born again of water and the Spirit, repent and baptize in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sin, born of the water, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit, start their walk in God, then grow up into him, little children. Know that he is the father. They've grown from newborn babes to little children. Now they know that Jesus is the father. Did he stop there? No. No, five folk keep preaching. Come on, go higher. Go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Then you go to young men. That word of God is strong in you now. You've learned that word of God. You've sought God diligently. And now you hear that voice of God and you prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you is in doing the will of God, working out your own salvation with fear and trembling, knowing that God works within you, both the will and the do. And then you finally come to the final stage of glory, fathers. That's where we are now. And the fathers there have known him that's from the beginning. They know the word of God. They know the work of the ministry. Not only the person that Jesus is, the father of glory, they know the work of the ministry, what his work is in the revealing of Jesus Christ through his judgments, uh, 
that will be manifest in the earth. This word of God has to be preached unto all the world for a witness and all nations, and then the end will come. Not text, not through just streaming, but the gospel after he's accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, the, the church of the living God, just it was as, as it was done in the book of Acts. The eighth chapter, we find that in the former reign that the church was scattered abroad, the Aspera. Why? Because of great tribulation against the church. They are both at Jerusalem, only the apostles. For all the saints were scattered abroad and went everywhere preaching and teaching the kingdom of God. Every saint, every believer then went out preaching and teaching. That's through the spoken word, the kingdom of God. To the point that these that have turned the world upside down have come to our city also. The latter rain that God is about to do and having his vessels under honor meet for the master's use will be far greater than that. The former rain was given moderately. The book of Acts and was a great, great move of God. But what we're going to see in the latter days, these days in the preparation for the work of the ministry will far, far greater in the last great reign of his strength, God's strength, that will stand in the power of his might doing the, these exploitations, uh, exploits which have never been done before. Don't back away from the spoken word. Don't think you have to text the word of God. Preach it. Preach the word of God. Always give an account for what you believe. Stand up for Jesus. He'll stand up for you. Don't deny. He'll deny you. God gives us all strength to stand in the open door of ministry for all of us that we can preach with all boldness the word of God. Well, let's don't fall into the little trap that we have to text it and we have to won't want to hurt anybody's feelings and Oh, the poor little darlings, we're intruding into their space. Uh, this is nonsense. We want to preach the word, and then we will continue to preach the word. And those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. They will preach this everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness and to all nations. Then the end will come. You're it. The ones that are going on will not be literally obedient to the world and it's pol what's politically politically correct. They will do the will of God. Well, the Lord bless each and every one of you. And uh, we pray that God will perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at his coming, both spirit, soul, and body. Please call if the Holy Ghost is bore witness with your spirit. We would love to hear from you. We have many ministers calling from all over the world that want to join in uh, the unity of the faith that the body of Christ must come together for this last day work of the ministry and not for anyone to be the great leader, the big dog or anything like that. But he that will be greatest in the kingdom will be servant of all. We just pop the rag and shine your shoes, not for any of our righteousness or holiness that the God has told us there on the 19th of January, 2019, that he said, seal my people by my word. Even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. 
and we have done that, proclamated it, preached it, published it, with all that we can in the grace of God to come for the body of Christ coming together in this great last day move of God in the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. Well, please contact me if God has dealt with you, bearing witness with your spirit, then the country code is plus one. 903-746-4885. You can also email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. You can also on our websites, dennisbeard.org, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com. Until then, the next time, we pray for God to perfect that which is lacking in all of us. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.